Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a human design expert, brain rewiring certified coach, and a high 7D energy healer. On this podcast, we talk about all things personal growth, brain rewiring, human design, energetics, mindset, and so much more. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at sandyyang.hd. I hope you feel empowered by what we talk about today. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So recently, I realized that it has been a whole year since I got attuned to a high level one. I am certified in level one and level two. So level one allows you to use a high on yourself for self-healing. Level two allows you to be a practitioner. So offer this as a service to use it on other people. And since I got attuned to level one, so much has shifted positively in my life. I have evolved so much as a human being and as an energy healer. So today's episode is going to be all about me, how my life has changed since practicing energy healing, as well as how I use this energy in my day-to-day. I think you'll be surprised by all the random ways I use it, as well as what is possible um, with this energy, and if you're ever curious about how a high can help you this episode will give you some juicy ideas my mentor and coach christina rice she is christina the channel on instagram she is actually the founder of a high 70 energy healing this energy healing technology if you will wasn't a thing until she first quote unquote downloaded it back in august 2020 So obviously, it is relatively new. Not that many people have heard of it. There aren't that many practitioners, unlike Reiki. If you want to read more about the background and what a high really, really is, make sure you head to the link in the show notes to check that out. The first time I tried energy healing, I did a Reiki session back in... 2019, this was in like Orange County, and I had no idea what I was signing up for. I didn't know what a chakra was. I was like, what is Reiki? And the practitioner was like, oh, Reiki is universal life force energy. And I was like, okay, I don't know if that made any more sense, but sure. Um, I started learning about, okay, so like, a throat chakra that was overactive or blocked could lead to problems in expressing your truth. Or a blocked off-balance solar plexus can really affect your self-confidence and self-esteem. And knowing myself, I was like, okay, this is really cool. So just by doing energy healing, I can better my life and better myself. And Like, autonomy is a huge thing for me. So I wanted to be able to do this healing whenever I needed without needing to book a session 
and wait for days before I can get an issue addressed. So I actually entertained the thought of becoming a Reiki healer, but somehow I just knew Reiki wasn't it. Like I knew there's something better in quotes out there and I was going to just let it find me. Talking about it right now, like three years after, is really interesting to me because I am still not the most patient person in the world. Like for this past version of myself to be like, hmm, there's something better out there and I'm gonna let it come to me. I'm honestly impressed. And I said better in quotes because it's not like a high is better than Reiki. They're just two different energy healing technologies. Obviously, Reiki has been around for a very long time and it came to the world when the world really needed it. Also, I just googled, Reiki was developed in the 1920s. So it's been a hundred years. It's been a hundred years. Obviously, we need very different healing in 2022. This got me thinking. My grandma, who was 91, when she was young, she was worried about very different things. In today's world, we, we're not really, most of us are not worried about survival things. Although I feel like we might, but we are more stressed about quote-unquote invisible things. Like, am I living up to my fullest potential? All that being said, by all means, don't pick a healer to work with because this person practices a more advanced energy healing technology. Always, 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 when you're picking a healer to work with, discern for yourself. Do I trust this person? Do I resonate with them? Do I like what they're about? Are they in their integrity? Am I able to surrender and receive? when I work with them. And I'll tell you what, I actually, for shits and gigs, got Reiki level one attuned a very long time ago because I was just curious. It was like a weekend two-day workshop and you would get level one attuned, you'd be able to like use it on yourself. I was just like so curious how does energy healing work. I was waiting for Christina Rice to come out with her own high practitioner training and that took a while. I was just waiting and I was like, okay, I just need to know. So I went to this workshop. I hated the Reiki master. A Reiki master is someone who attunes other people, who mentors other people to become Reiki healers. So I really did not like her. So again, make sure you work with someone, learn from someone who you can trust. Oh, and it's not like this Reiki master was a bad person or she wasn't good at what she did. Just, I did not vibe with her. Like I found the way she spoke just kind of low-key annoying. But I know like a few other people in that group really liked working with her. So it's just, she wasn't supposed to be my mentor. Or maybe the universe put her in front of me so I could get clear like what kind of healer did I not want to be. So hopefully this makes sense. Let's get down to why we're really here. So how do I use a high personally? 
So becoming an entrepreneur, starting your own business, really accelerate your personal development journey. And I was no exception. Like honestly, before I started my own business, like personal development was fun. Um, like it, it was like something I would do on a Sunday. You know what I mean? It was more like a hobby than something I really prioritized. Becoming an entrepreneur really forces you to look at your own shit, because if you don't work through them, you literally will struggle to move forward. Like if you have any sort of limiting belief around money. Being seen, visibility—it becomes so painfully obvious. Like when I was working in my corporate job, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I have a fear of being seen," and there was no real urgency to work through it. But when you become a business owner, it's like, if I don't work through my fear of being seen, then we're done here. So obviously, business growth is a top priority for me, and. Without a doubt, I use a high mostly for business and working through any sort of abundance blocks. One thing I love about a high is that it works at the seventh dimension. This is where the Akashic records live. If you have never heard of the Akashic records, it is the quantum library of information about your soul. Both past, present, and future. By connecting with your akashic records, you can connect with many timelines, dimensions, and aspects of your soul, allowing us to get clearer root cause information as to how we might have been affected by other aspects of ourselves we wouldn't otherwise realize. Okay, so I know that sounds super intense. But it's actually a lot of fun and incredibly useful. So if I have a client who is looking for clarity in a big decision, they're moving through a big transition. I always set the intention like let's align them to their highest timeline regarding X, Y, and Z. If this is a business focus session and they are working through. Money blocks. I'll set the intention. Let's align them to their highest wealth timeline. And the thing about timelines is that there are infinite timelines depending on what action, what decisions you make. You know how people always say, "What is meant for you will not miss you." And yeah, that is true. But you can certainly. Delay your results. You're like you're gonna get there eventually, but like there's timeline A where you get there in a year, and then there's timeline B where you get there in three years through a lot of hardship, and then there's timeline C where you get there in five years, and you can be jumping timelines too. Like let's say you're currently on timeline A by making a radically different decision, you can jump to timeline C. And by working with our akashic records, we are able to receive guidance on how can we reach X Y Z goal, the fastest, most effortless, miraculous, joyous way possible. So I think that is incredibly cool and empowering, don't you? 
the Akashic Records is really helpful for doing future planning. So let's say I am planning the next year of my business. By going to my Akashic Records, I am able to connect with my future ideal clients, which offerings want to come through for my business's highest and best. And if you're a business owner, you understand that the only constant is change. So by working with Akashic Records, you can get a lot of information to help you make those big decisions and move forward in the most graceful way. I will also mention that all of this sounds kind of serious, but actually the more lighthearted I approach going to my Akashic Records to get information, the better and clearer the information I get. Often the guidance that comes through is very, very tangible, but also rather unexpected. And yeah, of course, because I'm a human being, I only know what I know. Whereas like the spirit guides or the universe can see things from a different perspective. And if you have done a one-on-one -on -one session with me or group healing with me, you know, like the guidance that comes through is super actionable. It would be like, oh, the guys want you to check out this book. They want you to go do X, Y, and Z. They want you to reach out to this person or watch a specific movie. I remember a very long time ago, one of my first energy healing sessions that I received, the energy healer told me to go watch The Hobbit. I actually am not super into movies like that, but I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. It took me three days to finish that movie, but I actually don't even remember what the movie was about. I think the main character was struggling with self-doubt. I remember I was thinking, oh my god, you're so annoying. If you would just trust yourself, everything would change for you. And I realized that message was for myself. And since then, I mean, I still struggle with self-doubt here and there. But ever since that moment, I, I guess I'm like more aware of it. And I do it a lot less just because how annoyed I was watching the main character be stuck in self-doubt. So sometimes it really is an instant shift. So, so far we have talked about how I use a high to go into my Akashic records to do healing, also to gain clarity on my future decisions, especially around business. I use this to work through limiting beliefs, ask for guidance, like, okay, this is something I'm struggling with. How can I move through this in the most graceful way? Let's move on to using a high for physical healing. Recently, I shared on Instagram that I fell and hurt my ankle about a month ago. And it was pretty bad. Like, I thought I would heal in a week. But it actually dragged on for three plus weeks and I just assumed it was gonna heal by itself but I guess it really was that bad um so I actually was like okay this is getting ridiculous I am going to send it some hi I do this all the time for my clients I'm sure this will work on my ankle let's see how it goes so literally the next day 
I could finally see my ankle again. It had been so puffy and swollen for like almost a month. Another thing I used to use a high for in terms of physical healing was my digestion. I don't really struggle with this anymore, but I used to get bloated so often, and it had a lot to do with holding on to other people's energies, having poor boundaries, and not processing my emotions. More on this topic in episode forty about holding on to energetic weight, but when I Am not having strong boundaries. I get so bloated. It's actually kind of crazy. I would look into the mirror and I'll be like, "Oh my god, you're like six months pregnant, but with air," and it's just bizarre. Physical bloating is almost like my sign to reevaluate my boundaries and process my emotions. It's really funny. I I think a lot of us have. That though, like, either is bloating or maybe is like something else. But it's like, oh, if this happens, that means something is off. So that's actually kind of convenient. I will immediately be like, okay, let's do a session. I'll cut cords, making sure I'm not holding onto other people's stuff, making sure that I'm not holding onto responsibilities that aren't mine. Letting go of attachments that I'm not meant to hold on to. After the clearing, I will charge my chakras, charge my energy body, work on my aura, making sure it's vibrant, healthy, and expanded. After a session like this, whether I'm doing it for myself or a client. Received healing from me is very common to find that your eyes are brighter, and you're just more magnetic when you walk into places. People let you cut their line.、Um, people want to help you. People want to talk to you in a good way. The last thing I'll share is on top of using a high for my business. Okay, I actually need to do this more consistently because it's good. Actually, is fucking magical. So a lot of times, I'm creating content for, like, let's say my program material for my clients. I sometimes will be like, okay, I don't even know what to write. Like, there's so much that wants to come through, and I'm struggling to put that into words that is like logical and makes sense. And I will call in my guides and. Open up a high, and then it just starts flowing, and then I'm really excited and proud of what I just wrote. However, it's not nec- okay. Like, yeah, it is from me, but it's also like, I guess divinely channeled from the universe. And as creators these days, everyone is like worried about the algorithm, and there's. Really, not much you can do about it except for creating good content. But obviously, you want your post to work for you and have longevity and reach the people who are meant to see it. And yeah, I would like to always remember to do that. But when I do, it always works out for me. The content I remember to charge 
a hottie with literally do really well. Some are from months ago and people are literally still finding me through those old posts. So note to self, charge my content. In terms of how I've shifted as a person and as an energy healer, you know, I was so excited to get tuned. I didn't think how would I share this information or would I feel weird about it. Like if I share this and I like I say on Instagram stories and I know people from high school or college saw the story, I would be like, oh, do they think I'm like a witch or something? Um, so I feel like I wasn't really embracing that side of me as much as I wanted to. And that was such an energy drain. Um, one day I was talking to my friend. She actually really appreciates the healer side of me. And she pointed out that I was speaking to those topics in a way that not necessarily I was shrinking, but you could tell I was downplaying it, like I wasn't proud of it. And she's absolutely right. I was so excited to share a high and I love doing sessions, but when I was talking about it on social media or like with friends or whatever, I was like, oh, you know, this is like woo-woo. But, you know, it, yeah, it is woo-woo, but it can be like, yeah, it's woo. Like, it's fun. Like, I'm excited to talk about it. And I was like, you have a point. So, yeah, I am committed to fully embracing being an energy healer because it is pretty fucking cool. The shifts I've seen in my own life and in my clients' lives, it is profound. And my confidence as an energy healer has grown a lot since last year. I remember when I was first doing sessions for people, I was so nervous. I was trying to do things more by the book. I was more conservative. Like people still loved it, but now I'm like, okay, I know I'm doing this will go whatever direction it needs to go for the client's highest and best. And of course I noticed the more confident and relaxed I am, the more well-received the healing is. Like literally today, I was working with a client who is looking to start a family in the next few months. And I was like getting this guidance to tell her to look up these two, you know, like higher profile people on Instagram because they were supposed to be like huge mommy expanders for her. And for a second, I was like, are you sure? Is it like overstepping? I don't want to tell other people what kind of moms they should be. I don't know. And I ended up sharing with the client anyways. And the client was like, oh my God, thank you. I've been manifesting expanders for motherhood because everyone she was following, like none of them were at that place. So that actually worked out really well. And yeah, there are like many instances where I was like, hmm, do I really share that? And then the client is like, oh, I love that. Okay, well, this is pretty much it for today's episode. And we'll talk more about energy healing in future episodes. So definitely let me know if you enjoy 
topics like this. If you're like, I need to experience 7D healing for myself, you know where to find me. Head to the show notes to book a one-on-one session. I have recently extended the sessions from 16 minutes to 75 minutes because sometimes those sessions are just too juicy that 60 minutes just feels really rushed. Also, I love my clients and I want to make sure that anyone who signs up not only feel a massive shift during the session, they also integrate it as much as possible. So by booking your session, it also includes a week of Voxer support, which everybody has been loving. Okay, thank you for being here. Um, This is... I guess like a rather vulnerable share for me. So I appreciate you for listening. Would love to hear your thoughts and cannot wait to talk to you again next week.